Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Sometimes if, if you don't if you don't understand what charismatism and Pentecostalism is, you get lost. But the power of the Holy Ghost is explosive. The gospel itself is an explosive gospel. The people who carry the gospel are explosive. And the results of the gospel are explosive. The gospel is explosive. I was thinking today and I'm like most of what we have is not a revival. You see all these our meetings where we come and sit down and the preacher talks for one hour and then he finishes and then after that shall we receive an offering and after that announcement and then after that sometimes we even have time for some little choreography here and there. (laughs) That is not the revival. When a revival really breaks out you don't know where it is coming from. You don't know where it is going. It, it, listen, a revival is simply a heaven-sanctified chaos and confusion. Everything just breaks out and you don't know where it is coming from. So on the day of Pentecost, they were gathered together in one place and suddenly a sound as of a rushing mighty wind fills the place and clothing tongues as of fire sat on the people and the Bible said they began to speak in tongues and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues. So you are, you are hearing about a sound. When something explodes, two things. Number one, you will hear a sound and number two, you will see something. You hear some, there'll be some noise, some chaos. And the gospel itself, sometimes even what they say in the gospel can be very, can can be very, very chaotic. You know, sometimes I I meet all these people who say, well, these modern day preachers are controversial. They are not like Jesus. They should look at their master, Jesus. And I'm like, if we're like our master, can you contain us? Thank God we are vaccinated. Thank God the pastors of today are backslidden. If the pastors of today were following Jesus peripeto as yours, that means walking exactly as he walked. Many of you can sit in church. No, no, no. I'm going to follow a leader who comes on earth and tells you, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Tell me you'll be in that church. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. Oh, too much controversies in this church. Since when did you hear any of us say we don't have a father? Holy Ghost came over our mother and we were produced. Even that one you pretend to follow. I can tell you we have a little bunch of unbelievers sitting in the church. If I was alive in the days of Jesus, then I would have followed. Eh? The Bible said he's going to preach in the wilderness and a company of people. The crowds and multitudes, they are running on foot just to go and meet him at the desert place. 
and they will stay there for days. And then, you know, we sit there and we say, the meeting is too long. He preached until the disciples came and said, the people are hungry and they are fainting. Can you send them home to eat? Look at you sitting in a meeting for three hours, you get confused. Some of you bring seven bottles of water to church. Drinking one after every 30 minutes. You say you can follow a revival. <laughs> they rebuke them, they get angry. Look at what that pastor just told me. Wait until a pastor tells you you are a devil. Peter is just walking around Jesus say, you can't die this way. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. You think he said it nicely? If any man will come after me, let him take up his cross and follow me. In your case, when you want to follow Jesus, you ask of the salary and the social security contribution component. Am I talking to somebody at all? You, you want to follow Jesus. Somebody clap your hands before I say worse things. of service are good so I accept it you are a follower of Christ you the disciples of Jesus they had employment letters Jack forget it all if you can't serve God today in the days of Jesus you wouldn't have started well Peter well Peter was doing his fishing that same day he said leave the fishing here follow me and I'll make you fishers of men Matthew tax collector the duty post where he was working. He said, oh God, put down the receipt and follow me. Put down your receipt books. Get that. Let's go. Zacchaeus, three-piece suit. Otimrika. Went and climbed the tree. Joined the noise on the tree. They said, King, they said, Zacchaeus, open rich man. Jesus got down. The man jumped and said, make haste. I will take dinner in your house. This is what we call revival. Listen, everything about Christianity is supposed to be commotion. You know why other religions are spreading faster than our own, faster than Christianity? It is because the Christianity has become too nice. And the Christianity, the Pentecostalism and Charismatism is spreading faster than the other wings of Christianity that like, the ev- that like the evangelicals. And that's because, you see, the Charismatics and Pentecostals have become nice. But as for the Orthodox, they are too nice. You go to church and you have a hymn book. Shall we sing hymn number 78? Amid the circling glory, thou be all. That is why I don't have things like that in the church. That is why I don't have choral group. And whenever my people are singing here and the voices are too nice, like somebody lead us to worship God in the person. Lord, I give you my head, yeah, I give you my soul. I say, my friend, go and look for a, a theater and perform. I have him. Me prewire a good jabiso. I'm looking. I'm not looking for a performance. I want something radical. I want to see a prayer warrior who's praying and running. 
a sound like of a rushing mighty wind. And you know, I was home today and I was thinking. And I said, I thank God, Fountain Gate Chapel and Nintam. We started the way we started. Because you see, I was imagining all the revivals we know in the world. Azusa Street Revival, all those revivals. People, they did not start in nice places. I can tell you, if a church is birthed in a building as nice as ours, this place like this, how nice it is. If a revival starts in this kind of building, it will not last. That is why Jesus was not born in a nice place, but in a manger. And that is why the day of Pentecost was from the upper room. Listen, this place is too nice to start a revival. So if God wants a real revival, they start under a mango tree, and they start under a baobab tree, and they start in a classroom, and they start in a, in a broken down cinema hall, and they start in the open space, and they, watch this, they start in a place where people who respect themselves will not go. Because God chooses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Listen, if a church starts in a place like this, bank managers will go, lawyers will go, professors will go, businessmen will go. But when God is starting things like that, he doesn't want any of these people to start in the move of God and monopolize the move of God. So God starts it in a manger. And when the wise of the world and the prudent of the world, when they see, they say, and they see classroom and they say, I will never go to a classroom and some say I will never attend a church which I am older than and God is saying this is what I do many are called but few are chosen I pray in the name of Jesus in the day of a revival may you recognize the fire you know I was looking at the foundation of Fountain Gate Chapel I looked at our ministry, Fountain Gate Chapel, and I said, I am proud I was part of the founding of this church. Watch this. A church that started prayer meeting in a stadium which had no grass. Dry sand. Earth. That is revival. That is explosion. A church we started in Bogatanga. And at a certain point, we were so persecuted, people said nobody should drink water from us because we carry juju that will bring them into our church. All denominations came together. Everybody, when they meet in some of the denominations, they meet and bishops are discussing. And the first person, the first thing on the agenda is East Udanaba and Fountain Gate Chapel. In those days, they called us Nintam. At a point, we were worshiping under a barbar tree. Our first meeting place was mud, sand taken from the ground, and we built a church building with it, with wooden pillars. Can I tell you something? I went to do a meeting for him in Mulheim. By second day, the, the power of the Holy Ghost was so great, the devil in Germany just moved. We were there the third day, they locked the gate of the place. The man had to find a new place. That is what we call revival. Listen to me. If Satan has never reacted to you, you are not a threat. But I pray from today that every motion of yours will attract a threat. And because you are a threat, it will attract a reaction from the kingdom of hell. 
or Germany or London or America. But from the backside of the desert. And that's why I wrote here, God who makes rivers in the desert. And you know what, Chairman? If I had my own way, if I had my own way, huh? every single Fountain Gate Chapel Church around the world would be called desert pastures. But there was a time some of them were quite disturbed. Why is everything desert? Why is everything desert? Some were offended about the word desert. In fact, one of our churches, they were even offended about the pastures. They said, people think we are sheep. Are we the Inuits of Christ? Somebody shout, I am a sheep of Christ. And boy, man of God, if you are the sheep of Christ, he has mercy on you. And it's the same way when we say we are Fountain Gate Chapel and we say pastures and God looks from heaven and sees we are his sheep, then Psalm 23 is triggered. The Lord, my shepherd, I shall not want. He leadeth me to stand the still waters, restores my soul. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou what with me, your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Come on, Shariah. When I feel it, I move. The wind bloweth where it listeth. You hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell from whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every man that is born of the Spirit. I call for a revival. I call for the move of the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray now. Let the fire begin to spread. He's moving in this place. He's turning lights around. I hear the sound of the revival. I hear the sound of the revival. I hear the moving of the Holy Ghost. The power of God is moving upon the face of the earth. Come on, scream! You know, if you've been listening to me well, if you've been listening to me well, I told you, Nintam, Fountain Gate Chapel, Nintam, Broken Yoke, Fountain Gate Chapel, E-A-M-K-I-E, and if you're listening to me well, I told you that even KIA will not be the, the end. I may come up with another name. And, and the thing I'm feeling now is churches beginning to mushroom all over. And before you realize, somebody says, I'm desert pastures. Somebody says, I'm desert pastures. Somebody says, I'm desert pastures. So, you, you know, people, I speak from my spirit. It's not from my head. I came to tell somebody right now that is what will happen to your business, your family. Our ministry is not a well in the desert. It is rivers from the desert. I see this river. I see the businesses. I see them extending. The north, the south, the east, and the west. Somebody that shouted, the blessing of God came upon you. Yeah! Listen. There is no way Desert pastures can be trapped here. It's not possible. 
It's not possible. There must be a desert passage annexed. Where when you enter, the spirit is the same as in this house. The light is the same. The sound is the same. The screens are the same. The preacher, his voice is the same. The way he runs is the same. And the pastor is not trying to be a different person. But the pastor is trying to be brother Eastwood and more than that. Can I hear somebody clap your hands and scream like your voice is yours? Listen, listen, what you call chaos in the realm of the spirit is called revival. That is why you see, I don't criticize controversy. Because many times, what people say is controversy is actually a revival. No, do you think when Jesus was alive, it was a revival? No, it was controversy and chaos. Look at the number of times the disciples were invited to meet him. Come and explain why you are doing what you are doing. Why you are saying what you are saying. How did this crippled man walk? What is this message you are preaching? What do you mean my Jesus Christ is the Messiah? What is this? Chaos. Chaos. Revival is sanctified chaos. And I'm praying for somebody. I just pick up your business. Because you know, ministries and businesses are not separate. They are connected in a certain way. May the spirit of God come upon you. Mommy said something, something moved between two cities beside, betides. And the spirit of God came upon him and he moved between the two of them. Whenever you go to Accra now, you are not going to pick up somebody's idea or somebody's goods and come to Bogatanga to come and sell and then give the person the profit and you keep some of the profit. From today, when you go to Accra now, you are going to get somebody to rather follow you and somebody to depend on you and you are going to be the leader and somebody is not going to lead you but you are going to be the leader. You are going to move from the upper east region and you are going to lead somebody in Accra and you lead somebody in London and you lead somebody in America. You have the capacity to do it because God has not given you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He has made you the head and not the tail. He has made you above only and not beneath. And I pray in the name of Jesus from today, may you be the head but not the tail. May God bless your going out and your coming in. Come on, somebody shout an amen and praise the name of Jesus. We started a ministry. And whilst we are holding services, husbands will invade the meeting. Brother Willie, they will invade the meeting. What are they looking for? They say they are looking for their wives. Some will come, come and whilst I'm standing there, they come and drag their wife out. And I'm looking at them. Their wife cannot attend this crazy church. <laughs> the highest means of transport was Sister Vicks motorbike. Her motorbike was our highest means of transport. They persecuted her. Husbands divorced their wife because of this ministry. No, listen. Apostle, you are funny. 
Five of our teachers, members, were teaching in a Catholic school. All of them were sacked on one day. They should either denounce this ministry or they are sacked. And they said, we are ready to be sacked. And they sacked all the five on one day. This is our story. This is where we are coming from. Some of you have seen nothing. You don't know what Christianity is. Pampered children sitting about in the church with pampers at, on your butt and a feeding bottle in your mouth and play toys all over you. Some of you carrying 10 teddy bears in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the night. And you don't understand what a revival is. And that is why you complain and you moan and you grieve. And the slightest thing, you become a complainer and a whiner walking about in the church, complaining from one place to another. And you don't understand. If any man will come after me, let him take up his cross and let him follow me. And you don't understand what it means to say tarry in Jerusalem until you be endured with power. And the power of the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you don't understand what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul and you don't understand what it means to say but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you will be my witnesses and some of you are standing here under the sound of my voice who don't understand how the Holy Ghost can come upon you and you will walk into places you never intended to go you don't understand how persecution can scatter you into Samaria and you will go into Samaria without a paycheck you will go into Samaria without employment letter but you will land in Samaria only with the investment and endowment of the power of the Holy Ghost and you will begin to preach and demons will begin to leave and principalities will leave listen as an evangelist go into a town with signs following you but not a signed check go with signs and not a signed check because oh boy if you go into a town without a signed check but you go with signs and wonders very soon in that same town people will be writing checks to you and they'll be giving you cash in Ghana must go and they'll be giving you houses and they'll be giving you lands come and clap your hands and scream like your fire So listen to me, a pastor under the sound of my voice, you are meeting in a classroom, that is revival. You are meeting in a small cinema palace, that is a revival. You are meeting on a park, that is a revival. Look at almost all the powerful churches in Ghana. The powerful ones. I'm talking about the churches who have the anointing. I'm talking about the anointing. I'm not talking about the niceness. I'm talking about the anointing. You see them in shed poles and they've used it to hold roof. You see 7,000 people, 10,000 people, 20,000 people and you hear people complaining. What do they do with all the money? Why are they getting money? And they are not building nice church buildings. Then The money they are getting, they should have built big auditoriums. Listen to me. It is not every pastor God has called to build a nice auditorium. Some people, all they want is revival. 
And when you go to those churches, you know, I, I remember one day I was going to preach in a church. Oh, people advised me, don't go. Don't go. They called Chairman Clement. They said, tell your man he can't go. As him, I said, Igwe, why are they saying I cannot go? They gave their reasons. I said, Chairman, I will go. I went to the church. The building is not like this. It's like a shed or something. Thousands of people. When I stood there and started preaching, within 10 minutes, the people are on fire. They are running to the altar. They are jumping to the altar. They want to pray. They want to somersault. They want to roll. The Holy Ghost has eaten them up. And they are eating up every word I spoke. I could feel the garment of the anointing of an evangelist and the revivalist all over my body. I listened to my spirit and I said to myself, I feel more anointed here than I feel in cathedrals, than I feel in big church buildings. Because the Holy Ghost is here. I came to tell a certain pastor, don't get discouraged about the classroom. Don't get discouraged about the place where you are. It may be a cinema palace. It may be somebody's hall. It may be in the, in the open place. But it was Jacob. Jacob, Jacob. My ancestor. Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Jacob the patriarch. It was Jacob. The man under whose name the God of Almighty God, the God of heaven was named and he said my name is the God of Abraham the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob and I'm talking about this man called Jacob and Jacob got to a place and there were no wells, there were no walls, I beg your pardon, Jacob got to a place, no light no walls, no carpet there was no light, there was no ceiling, there were no speakers there was no microphone and Jacob lay in that place and he used a stone as a pillow and in the night he had a dream and in the dream he saw angels ascending into heaven and coming down he woke up he said surely God was in this place and I did not know it pastor COVID COVID pastor COVID COVID has run you out of the classroom you have nowhere else to meet but they have told you that open air meetings are not prohibited. Pastor, explode in the open air. Look for a park somewhere. Look for a park somewhere. Look for a park somewhere. Can I tell you this, Pastor? Can I tell you this, Pastor? Can I tell you this, Pastor? There are still believers who don't mind praising God in the open field. There are still Christians who are not looking for crystal chandeliers and they are not looking for nice places where they can worship God. There are still Christians who say, If I perish, I perish. I will stand in the rain and I will worship God. I will walk on foot and I will worship God. I will sit in Kakana Pepper and I will worship God. I will run on foot and I will worship God. I call for a revival. I call for a revival. A revival of holiness. A revival of saints and wonders, a revival of prayer, a revival of prosperity, a revival of the blessing of God, a revival of the fear of God, and anybody shouting, a revival has come upon you. Fire sat on them. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. 
I said, Lord, I miss the Holy Ghost. I said, Lord, never let this presence depart from me. I want to have this sensation all the time. I know that one day when I'm dead and gone, I will see Jesus face to face and God. But watch this. One thing I will surely miss is the presence of the Holy Ghost in a human body. When I look, I see him looking through my eyes. When I speak, I can hear him in my voice. When I touch, I can sense him with my hands. Sometimes I sit in an airplane and I feel like getting up to shout. There are times I just don't know what to do with the fire in me. I am proud to say I'm a Holy Ghost radical. I am Holy Ghost revolutionaries. I am a Holy Ghost explosive. And I am not ashamed to declare it. I am not a nice preacher. I am not a theologian. I don't understand theology. I'm not saying theology is bad. I don't understand theology, but I understand God. I know God. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.